So here's the big question. How are entrepreneurs like us, who have been hustling and struggling to make it to success, who seem to make it one step forward, only to fall two steps back, who are dedicated, determined, and driven, how do we finally break through and win? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Brian Kelly, and this is the Mind Body Business Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mind Body Business Show. We have another phenomenal, phenomenal guest lined up for tonight's show. I cannot wait for you to meet the amazing Susie Carter. We have been talking in the back uh, before we started going live uh, in the green room for some time, getting to know each other. She's amazing. I cannot wait to share her brilliance with you. You are going to love her. Stay with us. The Mind Body Business Show. It is a show for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. And I only have the most successful entrepreneurs on this show. And the reason for that is so that you have a vehicle to simply model. All you need to do is take voracious notes during the show as Susie drops wisdom bomb, smart bomb, bombs of wisdom. Everything's coming through. I said wisdom twice. That's because she's so smart. And it is going to be phenomenal. You do not want to go anywhere. Stay with us through the end. And the Mind Body Business Show, very briefly, I found that there were three patterns that uh, developed or that I recognized in successful people. And that was through studying just successful people. For a period of about a decade, I decided, what makes these people more, more successful than perhaps me? You know, I like to say, do they jump into their pants with both feet and uh, both feet and put both legs in at the same time, different than other human beings. What is it? Well, I think tonight you are going to learn one of the secrets, perhaps multiple secrets to success because of how Susie rose to incredible success in her own right. I cannot wait to share that with you. And so this show is about mind because every person that I studied that was successful had a very powerful yet flexible mindset. And then body. It's really about taking care of oneself from the inside and out, both with nutrition and exercising and working out on a regular basis. And then business. Business is so multifaceted. Uh, these people that had succeeded had all mastered the necessary skill sets to get them to the top, to make it so that their business was banging on all cylinders and reaching its peak, so to speak. And those skill sets include things like marketing, sales, team building, systematizing, leadership. I mean, I could go on for quite some time. And here's the thing. To master just one skill set can take a long time. And I would argue that I don't think any one human being themselves by themselves could master every skill set required. So if then if you were to master just one of those, and I mentioned one of them, uh, it was mentioned just a moment ago, then all the others would come into play and just you'd be able to operate a smooth operating machine. And that one skill set is leadership. You master leadership and now you can delegate to your team and scale on a larger base. Now you don't have to be a master of every skill set. You bring in those that have already mastered those skill sets to complement yours. So the Mind Body Business Show is here for you to model success. And one of the other great um, attributes of very successful people is they are very avid and voracious readers of books. 
Yes, and our guest is no exception. Oh, I cannot wait for you to hear her story about this. And so with that, I like to segue into a little segment I affectionately call Bookmarks. Born to read. Bookmarks. Ready, steady, read. Bookmarks. Brought to you by ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. Yes, there you see ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. And real quick, uh, just a quick word of advice. You're going to be getting resources, uh, websites, books, author names, things like that, instead of clicking away and typing these into your browser and looking them up, please resist doing that. And instead, just write them down. Get out a notepad, a paper. You know, you remember those old-fashioned writing instruments called pens? And write down the notes because I would hate for you to lose your attention on Susie when she's dropping that biggest bomb that could ultimately change your life forever. And because you may have been looking off elsewhere, typing in a different URL, you may have missed it. Write it down and then take those notes and visit those resources after the show. You don't want to miss a moment of Susie Carter. I'm telling you, I'm here to tell you right now. The ReachYourPeakLibrary.com, what is that all about? It is about the importance of reading books for you, an entrepreneur, a business person, someone looking to take their game to the next level. I myself did not begin reading voraciously until about the age of 47 or so. I am now 56. And since then, uh, since the age of 47, I began reading everything I could get my hands on. That was quality. And so I began compiling a list of books that only the books that had profound impact on me, either professionally in my business or in my personal life or both, only those book made, books made it to this list on reachyourpeaklibrary.com. Write that down, visit it later, find your next great book. Just click on the first one that jumps out. There is no rhyme or reason to the order that these are in here. I promise you it's not alphabetical. And just click on a button and grab the book. And this is not here for making money. Trust me, this goes to Amazon and you don't make a whole lot of money with Amazon. That wasn't the purpose of this site. It was to give you your own quote unquote library you could go to, to find a quick, uh, you know, quickly find a book that you know, at least one other successful person has vetted. So the odds of you not wasting your time are increased. That is reachyourpeaklibrary.com. And speaking of not wasting any more time, I think it's time we bring on the woman of the hour. It's time for the Guest Expert Spotlight. Savvy, skillful, professional, adept, trained, big league, qualified. And there she is, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Susie Carter. Yes. Susie is in the house and we are going to rock it. We're going to rock the house tonight. That's right. <laughs> Already. I should have got some music queued up. We, should, we could have had some fun with that. Before we jump. Hear the music. I hear the music. It's in my head all the time. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, a little bit of uh, housekeeping real quick. Um, hey, for all of you that stay on live to the end, we're going to show you a way that you can win a five-night stay at a five-star luxury resort, compliments of the BigInsiderSecrets.com. They're up over there above Susie's left shoulder to the right on the screen as you're watching live. And they do this every single show. We get to give away a five-star vacation resort, a uh, five-night 
<laughs> vacation stay to a five-star resort every single night because of them. It's phenomenal. And a couple more before we get rolling here. So if you're struggling with putting a live show together and it's overwhelming and you want a lot of the processes done for you while still enabling you to put on a very high quality show and connect with great people like Susie and grow your business all at the same time, then head on over to carpetbombmarketing.com. Carpet Bomb Marketing, saturate the marketplace with your message. We may see a few bombs drop tonight too, just a little heads up. And one of the key components that is contained in the Carpet Bomb Marketing courses, this is one that you will learn to absolutely master. It's the very service we use to stream our live shows right here, right now on the Mind Body Business Show. And over the course of the past, I'd say nine plus years now, we have tried many of these quote unquote TV studio solutions for live streaming. And I'll tell you right now, StreamYard is the best of the best. It combines supreme ease of use along with unmatched functionality. So go ahead and start streaming high quality professional live looking shows for free with StreamYard. Well, soon, not now, because you're going to write this down and not go to it and check it out. First, write this down. The website is ryp.im forward slash stream live altogether. ryp.im forward slash stream live. I'm out of breath. And now it's time to bring on our amazing, amazing and beautiful guest expert. Susie Carter is in the house. And now I'm going to stop yakking very, very soon, I promise. But before I do. I need to introduce this amazing young woman and let you know what kind of amazing person we have in front of us tonight. Would that be all right with you, Susie? That would be amazing. I love it. Drum roll. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Susie Carter started out as a low paid hairdresser trying to support her two little girls, but working for someone else became a challenge to, to say the least. So she decided to do whatever it took to create her own business. This is going to be a great, great show. After much blood, sweat, and tears, and this is mixed with uh, cheap mascara, <laughs> she went on to create not one, but two, get this, $10 million companies. Her core genius is the ability to simplify complicated issues by creating simple, proven systems that are guaranteed to create dramatic growth for any company. She has helped over 100,000, a lot of people, ladies and gentlemen, increase their revenues by more than 3,000% and worked with top business moguls, including John Asaraf, Lisa Nichols, Steve Harvey, Doug Carter, and Paul Mitchell. Oh, I can't wait for that story on Paul Mitchell. Her newest book, which is her 10th, Power Your Profits, is a bulletproof start-to-finish plan for taking your business from startup mode to the multi-million dollar mark. Who does not want that now? Officially, formally, Susie Carter, welcome to the show. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. Well, first of all, I want to say thank you to you, Brian, because it takes a bold, outrageous person to be so committed to doing this consistently. Thank you for who you are and who you be for our industry. We need more people like you just to share. You know, you find the diamonds to go, oh my God, you gotta meet my people. Oh my God, you gotta meet my tribe. So thank you for who you are and what you do. We appreciate it. Tremendously. Goodness. Thank you, my gosh. Okay, stop, no, no more, stop, <laughs> no more. <laughs> wow, uh, this is this this show is for you. Oh, hey, Paul Rankin is in the house. Hey, Brian Kelly, what's up? Good to see you too, Paul. 
Great. Let's bring it. Everybody start commenting, asking questions. Before, uh, what I want to kick this off with, Susie, is that your, uh, your acumen, your accolades, everything is so impressive. I mean, the numbers are astronomical. They're incredible. They're impressive. What I love to do is peel away the onion a little bit. And I like to hit that first word of mind, body, business, and that's the mind. I would like to find out truly what is making this wonderful machine of your company work and what is going on in that beautiful brain of yours when you get up in the morning and you know there's a whole day ahead of you. Some of the tasks are arduous. Some are going to be challenges. Uh, being an entrepreneur is not simple. It's not for the, the it's weak not for the at heart. heart. That's for sure. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> So for you, when you get up in the morning, knowing that that's facing you, and then you go through the day and you hit those challenges each, you know, all day long, what is it for you that's going on in your beautiful brain that keeps you rolling, keeps you motivated and powering through each and every day? Well, this is kind of funny. My first book that I wrote was called Passion and it was in the beauty industry. And my editor said, Susie, you're so passionate about what you do. She goes, I want to, I want to title the book called Passion. I'm like, that kind of sounds like sex. She goes, girl, sex sales. So I just want you to know that. <laughs> so, and to this day, you know, this kind of scary. I'm, I'm seasoned, Brian. Let me just say I'm seasoned. <laughs> I got a good esthetician. So I've been doing this for over 26 years, right? Helping entrepreneurs, helping business owners grow and scale their business. And to me, every day is exciting, right? Every day is a new challenge every business that I take on. And when I say take on there, I might be coaching them. They might be in a program, but I feel a responsibility. I love creation. I love looking at where's the money, find the money, leverage the money. Let me put a spreadsheet together. I'm a spreadsheet geek. Didn't always used to be a spreadsheet geek. Didn't like spreadsheets, but to me, it's creation and invention and money, right? Who does not like to make money? I always say nobody loves to do math, but math is money and money is fun. So say that. So for me, it's about getting really clear about who I'm serving, what I'm serving. And I really don't feel like I work. I feel like this is my God's gift. I believe that your gift from God is your life. Your gift back to God is what you make of your life. Now I call it God. You can call it whatever you want, but this is my divine assignment. So I might be tired, physically tired at the end of the day, but I am mentally inspired by my clients and their stories and their results and what they're up to and what I'm up to, right? To go, wow, look what we just did. Look what we just created. And it's it's in direct reflect to what I do with my consumer, with my client, with my the businesses that I help grow. Because I'm all about the money, honey. <laughs> we got to make the money. <laughs> you know, thank you for saying that. There are so many people that dance around that whole topic, thinking that money is bad somehow. You know, there was this saying going wrong around forever saying uh, the love of money is the root of all evil, which is a direct misquote yes. out of the Bible. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And no, money is not evil. In fact, what it does is it feeds amazing businesses like Susie so she can build greater scale and reach more people and help more people. It's the opposite. Money is good. If it's given to and used by a good person, look, money only amplifies who you already are. Well, That's you can't it. do your gift in the world if you're broke, <laughs> right? exactly. if you're broke and broken. So it's important that I believe that wealth is our birthright. And so I want people to write that down, circle, highlight wealth is your birthright. It's not for some of us. It's for all of us. 
I didn't grow up with some silver spoon in my mouth. I didn't grow up. Nobody taught me about money. We grew up poor. There were nine kids, Bobby, Ronnie, Stevie, Terry, Joni, Shelly, Susie, Kelly, Debbie, right? <laughs> my daddy was in the military. We said, yes, sir. No, ma'am. <laughs> we had a checklist of what we had to do. We stayed in line. There was no allowance. Like I didn't even realize people got allowance. I'm like, what? You got money? <laughs> so I've been an entrepreneur since I was 10 years old. The minute my dad, I said, I wanted something. My dad said, great, go earn it. I'm like, how do I earn it? Go do some chores. Go ask the neighbors what they want. You're not getting any money here. It was like, okay. <laughs> so it was a hard lesson, but a good lesson. Like, I think I have sold everything. I was the best Girl Scout, the best brownie, any kind of, you know, you'd have those contests in school, you're selling stuff. I'm selling it because I want the, I wanted the radio. I wanted the cassette player. I wanted the badges, <laughs> right? So entrepreneur is just in my blood. And that was a gift that my dad did give me. He said, Sue, you can have whatever you want in life. Go work hard. Now I had to work mm. on my mindset around that one, Brian, where I had to like not kill myself to make some money. That was a hard one to let go of, but <laughs> it gave me the foundation of creating and creating whatever I wanted. Yeah, and I talk about that all the time, that mindset is the foundation and, and hard work. Everything you've just said, I mean, come on, we're getting some massive bombs of wisdom here. This is a bomb dropping moment, if you ask me. Yeah. Susie is bombing in the house in a good way. It's awesome. And everything you are saying, it's, it's bringing back uh, so many wonderful things I've learned over the years as well. And I appreciate the fact that you're open about money, that it's important. It's a priority. It is. Nobody can hide behind it. If it's not, then you're not going to make money, <laughs> period. It's all part of the mindset. It all works together. And um, you were talking about working hard and hustling as a young, young lady. So you, you started out as a hairdresser, not making much money, what, I mean, I'm sure others want to know this. What the heck happened? How did you get from there to where you are now? What was the first thing? And then what were the first few things that got you launched into what you're doing now? <laughs> well, the reality was it was called a divorce. <laughs> so, dude, my picker was off. I did not know how to pick a husband. What my dad said when we were 18, he told all us girls, there were six girls, three boys. He said, look, when you're 18, you move out, you either get a job or a husband, choose. Right. So I'm like, <laughs> I could do both. So I got both. I got a job and a husband. <laughs> I didn't know what qualities a husband had. So I found myself at 25 divorced with two little girls. My daughter was six months old and 18 months old. Thing quick and fast. Family had disowned me because the man that I married was did not the same race as my race. My dad was very much a bigot. So I married an African American man. All I knew was he was a beautiful man. He had big muscles. He was Adonis. <laughs> he had a car and a checkbook. That must be a good husband, Brian. I didn't know. <laughs> so when I got divorced, you know, my family had already ostracized me. So I couldn't go home. I couldn't, I didn't get family help. So I had to figure it out. I would go to the bookstore every chance I could get. And this is how broke I was, Brian. I'd go to the bookstore and I think I've read almost every book on your list that you have, right? There was a couple little sleepers that I'd not seen. So that was good to know because I, I believe in the same thing, education, but I couldn't afford, you know, a $20 book or a $25 book. So I would go to the bookstore I'd bring my kids. They'd go to the story circle. 
I would figure out the information. I would take my pen and paper, right? I'd write my little notes. Then I would go to the used bookstore and see if I could find that same book for 25 cents. So I, mm. to me, the bookstore was heaven. To me, the bookstore was the answer because I didn't go to college, although I do have my PhD. That was not my bio. We got to update that bio. I have my PhD. Y'all, I got my public high school diploma. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good. Congratulations. <laughs> I worked hard for that sucker. <laughs> so my education is education like this. If I needed to learn something, I went and got a book. And then once I could afford to go to a course, I would go to a course. And then once I could afford hiring some help, like I, my first business coach, I paid $1,200. It literally was my rent or this business coach. But I knew I was at that place where I needed more answers. I, I took myself as far as I could take myself. And at that time, I was doing about $175,000 a year. Now, let me preface. At that time, a hairdresser had made $30,000 a year. So I was doing well, but I couldn't get past that tipping point. So I hired this strategic uh, development. She put, helped me put my business plan together. And we really got clear on my pricing. I was too cheap. Right. I was working mm. so hard. I was stacking, packing, racking them, churning them, burning them, getting them in, getting them out. Right. I was working hard. So at the end of the day, I would come home and I had no words left. Right. Most of you know this is entrepreneurs. You give and give and give. And then you come home and you're like, I had no words. They're none. I'm done. <laughs> so I'm like, I got to figure this thing out. So hired her for $1,200 and then, you know, made the rent so I could pay my rent as well. And then I did a quarter of a million dollars. And so I'm like, there's something to this. What am I doing? And Paul Mitchell had saw me and they're like, Susie, what are you doing? People just don't make that. We're in California and I'm in Vista, California, which is not a big city. It's a little podunk little town. Right. So it's not like I'm in San Diego or Los Angeles. I'm in a little town, but I cater to a very niche clientele. I wanted, Brian, all my clients chemically dependent on me. <laughs> So I deemed myself a color expert, got highly trained in that. So every client, I had a high average ticket. And so Paul Mitchell said, Susie, will you teach these classes? I'm like, sure. I didn't know how to teach. I didn't, you know, you have to be ready when God knocks, right? When opportunity knocks, you can't not open the door. You got to get ready, stay ready and jump in as an entrepreneur because the opportunity is all around you. There's money all around you. You're just scared. You're just going, I'm not ready. I don't know. You just got to jump. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was just like, okay, I'll teach this. Then people said to me, Brian, oh my God, we love what you do. You do books. No, I don't have a book. I'm a hairdresser. I'm just doing this as a favor to my sales rep at Paul Mitchell. Right. So I'm like, okay, I'll write a book. I didn't know how hard that was. Opportunity not. I just like, I'm going to figure out how to write a book. So what did I do? I went and got a book on how to write a book <laughs> at the used bookstore. You know me. I'm frugal. I'm frugal, my brother. <laughs> I'm not spending more money than I have to. So I learned how to write a book. I wrote a book. We ordered 2,000 books because then I could get the price down. I know you're laughing, but I didn't know. <laughs> that didn't sound like a lot until this big, huge, ginormous <laughs> truck came with these crates of books and like <laughs> in my driveway. I had to take each box and put it, each box that I lifted and went into the garage. I'm like, 
what did I do? I got to sell. I, I don't even know why it didn't occur to me that I had to sell them once I, it was so hard writing the book. And now I'm like, I got to, like, it took up the third bay of the garage. <laughs> so, oh, <my> <laughs> uh, oh, crazy, 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 crazy. And so I just wonder I how many entrepreneurs <laughs> can relate to that uh, going through. And that's why I'm laughing so hard because we've all been through stages just like that. And, you know, thinking that uh, I know when I first started writing my book, which I still haven't finished, I'm 90% complete and I have been for over a year. Uh, and I'm just okay, right when there. When are you going to finish it, Brian? When are you going to finish? I'm a coach first. I'm a coach first. Guess second. I love it. When coach are we finishing Susie. It? I'm going to write what it down. What month is this? Yeah. What month is this? We're in this is April, April 27th. Um, we'll go with June 15th. No, June, June 23rd. June 23rd. I think that was my mom's birthday. Yeah, that'll be good. June 23rd. I wrote it down. I'm going to hold you accountable to that. And everyone that's listening Me right too. now, everyone that's listening right now, one, we got to support Brian when he, when he writes it because you're scared. You're like, no one's going to buy this thing. <laughs> So we need to buy a book to support him so we can make him a bestseller because that it's a must. Being a bestselling author is way funner than just being an author. But being an author changes the game, right? It just it completely changes the game just in how you do business. Yeah, and it's it has zero to do with fear. It's just time and priority. I've mm -hmm. got a major project underway and I decided to halt the book 100% so I could just laser focus on this one thing. It's funny, uh, Susie, because now I'm involved with a, a joint venture partnership with several individuals, all part of the same company. Uh, they're just genius and going to be writing a book with them. And I'll probably finish that one before this one comes out. <laughs> <laughs> that could be destiny, right? I don't care which one you, you never, finish on yeah. the 23rd. Let's finish it. Right. Let's do it. And it's called Mind Body Business. I already have the URL, Mind Body Business book. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait um, to finally get it out. I mean, look, man, uh, this is awesome. Get your own show, start your own show, and get coaching real time from Susie Carter. You can do the same. So there yes. are my index cards for my book. And most of it is written down, and I just need to bring it home. That's it. Bring it home. Let's bring it home. Bring it home. Just need to carve out and get better at uh, disciplining myself with the calendar. That's what it comes down to because we all have the same amount of time, right? Right. I always say if it's not Same. in the calendar, it's not getting done. So put in the calendar, like everything yeah, in the calendar. Like people look at my yeah. calendar and they get scared. But what I see is completion, right? My life is complete. My projects are complete or they're in some form of completion because it's in the calendar. I don't have to worry about it. I don't have sticky notes all around, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've, I've gotten really friendly with uh, my Google calendar for sure. Because everything yeah. integrates with it and yeah. it, it just drives my life. I can, if it's in there, I'm not available at that time for someone else to grab that slot. That's what I love about it. So fantastic. Uh, and that's what's so cool about learning about how someone got to where they are. You did it just by working. And I shouldn't say just by, you did so many other things, but starting out by getting resourceful, going to a bookstore, reading books. Uh, writing down notes, determining if that book was worthy of going to the used bookstore and then get it at a discount so you could then have it and then bring it home and di dive into it. Taking your kids and they're getting benefit while they're there. So you're killing two birds, uh, you know, already doing entrepreneurial things. And that's what I love. I love to hear the grassroots. How did it start? 
And I rarely get to hear that. So I appreciate you for being so transparent. Um, and that's the thing I would like to implore upon those that are watching. That is one of the keys I have found in, in interviewing so many people, you know, very successful people like Susie and others. And one of the keys to their success is their transparency and authenticity. It doesn't mean you have to be transparent and tell them everything about your life, but it's okay to tell them about the struggles because now you're human and they look at you and say, oh, if she can do it, so can I. And every well, single wants person here from your mountaintop, right? I mean, that's great, right. but we all want to know when you had no money, who were you? <laughs> when you didn't know what to do, what were you doing? So I think that's the juice for me always yeah. is in the valley of the story, the dark time, the when it was a struggle, not when it was easy. Not that it's all ever easy, right? It's just different. It's like raising kids. People go, when is it going to be easier? It's just different. It's not easy. <laughs> oh, amen to that one. <laughs> you tell you're a dad. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, we've we've got two adult kids. Um, they're they're great. I love them to death. And it just change. You're right. It's just that's the way it is. It's just different. It just changes. Does it get any easier? Uh, sometimes in different ways. In other ways, it can be more challenging. Uh, but for the most part, I, I'm very blessed personally. Uh, they're they're phenomenal, and they don't cause me grief. So that's a good thing. <laughs> Right. We did something right. I look at my children and I'm like, okay, I did it right. That's all. I, let me just, you know, pray to the gods. <laughs> yeah. And I give my wife most of the credit, you know, back when they were young, I was out working and rarely home and that uh, she did a phenomenal job raising our kids. And I'm, I'm just blessed all the way around. I got, I got the picture perfect life and the picture perfect wife and everything. It's awesome. That's awesome. I'm one happy guy. Well, I always say, yeah. especially as new entrepreneurs, because we, we are straddling. Some people are what we call parallelpreneurs. They have a job and they're launching a business, right? Or if you're a young parent and you're trying to be a parent and be an entrepreneur, what I want you to hear is it's quality, not quantity. So as a mom, I traveled every weekend, right? I had two businesses. I owned a hair salon and spa and I owned a training company. So I was gone a lot. But the time that I was there, I made sure the quality and that we created memories. So I don't feel guilty about the time that I traveled. I see who they are now. Now I'm on the other side, so I can speak to this, right? My oldest daughter's 35. My youngest daughter's 33. They're both amazing women in the world. My oldest one went to Wharton and Harvard. I said I went there, too, because I paid for it. <laughs> right. My youngest daughter is a medical esthetician. She does hair for film, television and print, like accomplished in her own right. They're both are amazing moms. So I just I feel blessed. But it was work. Right. Like anything worth anything took you some work and elbow grease and commitment and strategy. And, you know, I think. That's where entrepreneurs get lost is they don't know where to go or they don't know who to trust. And they're like it. I remember in Entrepreneur Magazine, there was like, they used to have these binders, right? Sit back and rake in the cash <laughs> as an entrepreneur. Well, 88 percent of entrepreneurs are making less than 100 grand a year and only 1.7 percent of businesses hit that million dollar mark. 
that's bananas, right? It's all strategy and we are making it too hard as entrepreneurs. I don't want you to be the 88%. I want you to be the 1%. I want you to join the 1% club and go, I just need the strategy. If Susie can do it, look, if I can do it with my PhD, you can do it. <laughs> I so love that PhD and that is another bomb dropper right there. Yes. <laughs> And you said so many amazing things there, uh, you know, that you said, I think you hit the nail on the head. People are just scared. That yeah. is why they're not getting the success. And that's a mindset issue. And, you know, recently I made a very, very large investment and I was, I was, you know, I felt it, but I knew that it was the right, right. thing. And so when you have a lot of skin in the game, you're also going to do a lot more to make sure it happens, to make sure, you know, you're going to be guaranteeing that it works. Uh, right. If you're not so doing you the PP dance, if you're not doing the PP dance, it's not worthwhile. Right. If you're like just writing checks, you got to get, you got to feel it all in your body, like the chills and the throw up and you got to pee your pants. <laughs> I'm over 50. So I do the PP dance a lot, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but that's just real. You got to feel a little nervous and excitement. Nervous and excitement is the same emotional response. It's just what we label it. Right. So right. if you look at a roller coaster, I don't like them. So I'm scared. Somebody else likes them. They feel excitement. Same experience, just what we're telling ourselves in our mindset. But I think, Brian, that most people fail because they don't look at the money. They they don't want to put their projections together. They're making it too hard. You know, again, I say math is money and money is fun. Nobody likes to do the math, but we all like what math does for us, which is in our checkbook you know, in our portfolio, in our retirement accounts, right? So it's important as entrepreneurs from day one that we learn how to do this. I be, fell in love with it because I was so bad at it. And I always felt stupid in every meeting with my CPA and my partner. I'd be like, I don't get it. Look, I, was, I don't get it. Why do we have two P&Ls? One says I have money, one says I don't. I don't like the one that says I don't. <laughs> so Let's just get rid of that one. <laughs> really embracing it and going, how do I master this thing? Right. So in my, in my new book, power your profit, right. Chapter eight is math is money. Money is fun. And looking at how do you price your services? How do you create projections that inspire you, not scare you to death? Right. How do you make it fun? Cause business is fun to me. It is truly, I get to, we get to make it up, Brian, every day. I get to make it up. I get to make up what my day looks like. If I'm having a pity party, I'm bringing that drama on myself. <laughs> yeah. One of the, you know, I've, I've gone, I've done a lot of NLP. I've spoken from stage, trained people in neuro-linguistic programming. We talk about fear, resistance, hesitation. And it was interesting that, and it's so true that, you know, people fear, they fear failure, but one of the things they don't often recognize that's even more potent is most people also fear success. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times they fear that even more than failure. And then they, so they have a difficulty projecting that, picking that high number, aiming toward it because it's so much easier to be so certain to fail and not hit that mark than it is to go out there and into the unknown and, you know, do everything you can to hit that mark. And so people hit that comfort zone of, well, yeah, you know, I'll just, uh, yeah, maybe someday I'll, I'll look into that. And someday is not a day on the calendar, last I checked. So that's what happens. It's uh, unfortunate. Yes, Paul Rankin says, fear of the dream. Absolutely. Uh, it's unfortunate. So many 
fall into that. My goodness. So, uh, you know, we've got incredible um, Paul Mitchell, right? He's a household name and he's coming to you for advice. You put together something. Uh, you said you weren't even, you just, you just slapped something together. You weren't even a trainer or something uh, to that effect before we started. And look what happened. And here's what, this is the one thing I wanted to impart upon people, uh, Susie, is what you did was you gave a solution to a marketplace that wanted it. Not that you thought needed it. You didn't go out to Paul Mitchell. He came to you and he said, hey, what are you doing? I want to right. know from Paul Mitchell of all people. Right. That, yeah, I was that the credibility everybody. first. Right. I was the credibility first. Some right. people want to be coaches, but where's your credibility? Right. So I laugh about my PhD, but I have a plethora of education. Right. So if I didn't know something, like if I got sued in business, I'm like, that will be the last time I'm taking a business law class. Right. If I wanted to learn how to raise money, we raised about five million dollars for our business. I went to a class, learned about SEC, learned about private placement memorandums, learned about all the laws and security laws because orange does not look good on this. <laughs> Right. To figure out what do I need to do? Right. If the online marketing, when that world came in, we had to figure out how to do it. Look, we launched one of the top technology companies in the beauty industry. I am not a technologist. Right. But I hired really great people and I figured, look, what I do know is what the market wants. What I do know is how to deliver that solution. So we won the top technology company from Microsoft. Um, we were we were the second place. The first place, the first winner, they did these custom motorhomes, and we were the second place winner, right? And I'm like, who would have ever thought, right? That this, and I'm not putting myself down. Please hear that. I was a hairdresser, right? And most people, I remember Geraldo Har Rivera. I remember him. He was oh, yeah. interviewing this prostitute. Swear, swear, interviewing this prostitute. And he goes, "Why? Are, why is this your profession?" She goes, "Well, it's either this or be a hairdresser." <laughs> oh my gosh! No. So part of that pissed me off, and I'm like, I'm going to show people what we can do, right? So open one of the top salons in the country. We're the top one percent in the nation, ten percent in the world. We opened the largest training and development company, and that really came from our consumers saying, Susie, can I buy that? Susie, can I have that? Susie, would, or do you sell that? And, you know, I wish I could say I was really strategic about it in the beginning. I wasn't. You know, we were talking about in the green room, ignorance on fire. I would just sell something. And this was my pricing strategy, Brian. How much would you pay for that? <laughs> and then my clients would go, I don't know. I'd, I'd pay $800. I'm like, sold. <laughs> I would come home with ten or twenty thousand dollars and go. I sold this product, and my partner would say, "What did you sell? We don't even have it." I'm like, "We will in eight weeks," because that's what I told them. <laughs> like, are you willing to be radical as an entrepreneur, right? Are you willing to do what most people aren't willing to do? What most people want to stay comfortable. Most people want to wish upon a star. They're looking for that, you know, magic fairy dust, and let me get you know, a little sprinkle of goodness. No, that doesn't happen, right? It, it happens by being ready. Don't get ready, stay ready. Don't get ready, stay ready. <laughs> I'm telling you, they're just flying tonight. <laughs> I mean, knowledge bomb. <laughs> that's right. And stay ready, stay with it. 
I am writing notes like you wouldn't believe. That's good. So I don't, I never ask people or tell people or recommend people do something I'm not willing to do. I'm running the whole dang show and I've, I've filled up my page. That's awesome. And I actually had to back up a page because I have a little bit of room left on this one to, to write. So we're, uh, this is phenomenal. I'm getting a boatload of value from this. So I know that everyone watching live, everyone who sees this as a recording, everyone who listens to this as a podcast is getting also incredible value and it's going to continue. So don't go anywhere because Susie has a gift for everyone that you get to have fun with, literally have fun and then learn about how to develop strategy for yourself and your business uh, going forward. Um, it's amazing. What a great story from hairdresser to a form, former of two companies of 10 million plus each. I mean, come on. This is this is the greatest American story. I love this. This is phenomenal. And kudos to you, Susie, for putting in the time and effort and the work and continually refining. I mean, did everybody hear her? She's reinvesting herself all the time, hiring coaches, uh, studying, going and taking training on new courses so that she can protect what she's got and everything in between. And then bringing in a team. I mean, she's got every bit of the success uh, recipe going on, bringing in a team. She's not a tech person, but she brought in the tech people and then had one of the top tech companies in the U.S. and the world, came in number two in a competition with Microsoft. I mean, good grief. You can't make this. I mean, you could make it up, but I don't think you, I, there's no way you did. Uh, this is amazing. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm enthralled. This is phenomenal. I'm so excited that you came on and that you were so open to share this um, because you're you're saying exactly in a way what I said in the beginning. If you have that one skill set, the others can fall in place, and that's a, the skill set of leadership. You right. obviously nurtured that, developed that. No one's born with it, and you did the work. You put in the time, and you. Do, I mean, leading a tech team. Kudos to you. My God. Well, and this is 1999. This was before Google. We started the largest membership site before membership sites were sexy or the thing that we were talking about. Right. So we were such early adopters in that industry. And to go, okay, whatever, I'm going to do it. Right. But here's the funny thing. So when I got married, my grandma pulled my husband aside and she said, I don't know why you're marrying her. She don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, grandma, grandma, you're not supposed to say that on my wedding day. He's supposed to be in this bliss. Wow. But I I don't. I'm I'm a little stubborn. I'm a little bit of a rebel with a cause, right? I do have a cause. I want to transform people's life. You know, I knew at an early age I didn't want to be poor, right? And and I don't mean the kind of poor brand where we didn't know we were poor. We knew we were poor, like we had hand me down everything. And I'm there's two under me. So I'm one of the youngest and one of the youngest girls. Right. So and I mean, everything is hand me down. <laughs> I remember being at Victoria's Secret going, what is my love with underwear? This I don't need any more underwear. And I'm like, because it was always hand me down. I never had new underwear. So Whatever motivates you. So I'm like, I had to have money so I could buy me some Victoria's Secret and some La Perla. <laughs> yeah, and I think your parents did you a favor and, and all parents that do that, uh, that, that say basically, you know, you're not going to get money just handed to you. You need to go out and earn it. And, you know, a lot of people might think, man, that's kind of brutal, but it's it's the best form of love 
one of the best forms of love you can give to a young person to get them knowing what, you know, the value of the dollar. That's right. what's going on a lot now is, you know, everyone's getting the greatest games and video games and computers and phones and things like that without knowing exactly what it took to get those to them. And uh, so that was a great foundation that was set for you. And yeah. you're very, you're very fortunate and blessed. And I know you know that, but that that's phenomenal. A lot of people go, man, that, that sounds horrible, but it's actually a good thing. Well, and, I thought it was horrible at the time, but I do thank my dad every day. He gave me really strong work ethic, right? To and, go, you can do it. You can do it. <laughs> and I can relate to the hand-me-downs. There was only two of us, but I was the younger. And so right. he got all the new stuff. All mine were his. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> I, there was this a brand of jeans called tough skins from from sears yeah and they were all like colored like bright like red green and and i wore those to elementary school but i'd get my brother's tough skins with my mom putting patches inside the knees so you couldn't see the holes (laughs) at times and so i I don't think i've ever traded underwear that one would be going another level but uh i think i was too much smaller than him i was three years behind him so thankfully right thankfully (laughs) nobody wants that I draw the line. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I can relate to that. You know, a lower middle income uh, family couldn't afford a movie ticket when I was uh, junior high to go to Star Wars. It just came out. And that was like a defining moment for me. Like it wasn't that second where I said this is never going to happen to my family, but it certainly played a big role in it. And yeah, yeah, I can relate uh, to much of what you're saying. So I think we're cut from a bit of a, a similar cloth. I said, we said brother from another mother, sister from another mister. <laughs> That's right. I think Paul had to, had some tough skins too. <laughs> those were, I actually liked those because they were indestructible. You could go out and grind your knees in the dirt and it would take a long time for those to wear down. Um, but I digress. So you have dropped so many value bombs, so many things. I mean, don't get ready, stay ready. I mean, come on. You have some great one-liners. Yes. <laughs> bombs of wisdom, smart bombs. Uh, in 1999, a, a leading, I mean, there weren't that many people doing a lot of things on the internet back then, um, right before Google. There were a few. Uh, I remember following some of them and actually going to their seminars and, and looking to learn it myself, building lists and all that. And yeah, I don't remember many of them talking about membership sites. So you're definitely on the cutting edge there. That's phenomenal. Um, I mean, what, how do you end up leading a bunch of tech people? How does that happen? (laughs) Well, I was the creator of it, right? They were the implementer of it, which was great. We spent a, okay, this is, this is how old I am. And this is how old the technology was. Our very first website and just, you know, now we have uh, software share. There was no software share. Everything was built from scratch. That first website, Brian, was a half a million dollars. We paid a half a million dollars for our first membership site. Like it was bananas, right? And so one mistake was 10 grand. So it was just ridiculous. But we learned, I learned how to raise money because I didn't have a half a million dollars laying around. So I raised money, you know, from private investors and you know, that's how we launched the company. We raised a million dollars. Again, I had to go to school and learn how to do that. I went to a seminar over and over and over. When I first went, 
they were talking about PPMs and SEC and my eyes would get real big. And I'm like, I have no idea. They might as well said E-I-E-I-O. I was like, I just kept coming back until their words became my words. And I started understanding it. And, you know, because when you're in the learning curve, you have this conversation in your head that says you're stupid, you're dumb, like you're not getting this. And who are you to think you can do this? You know, and I'm having to say, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, quit talking, quit talking. Thank you for sharing. And I'm going to get this. Thank you for sharing. And I'm going to do this, you know, which was great. We we were mavericks in that industry, leaders in that industry. We made a name for ourselves in the industry. So it it was humbling and, and learning how to do it, but it definitely when you have the why, and the why for me was transforming my industry. The why for me was making my industry one professional, because if you're saying you can be a hooker or a hairdresser, I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> not acceptable, right? To change the, the industry, up-level the industry, um, you know, that that was my why. Your why has to be bigger than money. It can't just be about money. Money's important. Money's the foundation. Money allows us the freedom to do the things in the world that we want to do, whether that's sponsor kids or help, you know, underprivileged youth or help abused women, whatever your cause is, right? That has to be part of your business model as part of your why. My family has always been my why. They're still my why today. My children, my grandchildren are my why of how do I, how do I be that for them? I grew up without a mom. And so I didn't know how to be a mom. And so I, I was like, I, I need to figure this mom thing out. And I want my children to know what a mom is. And, a, you know, by my mom leaving, that taught me how to be a mom. Like, I will never leave my children. I'll never do what my mother did to us. And that caused me to be stronger. I didn't like it. And for years, I was the victim. Woe's me. I didn't have a mom. Okay, whatever. What, what, were the, what was the gift that was wrapped in sandpaper? Right. I've had many gifts handed to me in sandpaper, concrete, you know, not a pretty gift. But at the end of the day, it's made me stronger and more tenacity. I'm a rebel with a cause. I'm a fighter for women. I'm a fighter for entrepreneurs. I'm a fighter for people that that have limiting beliefs about what they can do and what they can't do, because it's all it's all so important. And you got to have an advocate. You've got to have a community of believers with you. Right. Because as entrepreneurs, people think we're crazy and we kind of are right. We're cuckoos. Who would do this and make less money and work more than what you could at a job? But when it when it finally gets to that tipping point. Right. It's so sweet. It's so amazing. When we sold our last company, we sold our last company for 10 million dollars. We got half the money up front, half the money on the back end. And then it was plus plus. So you get half the money plus plus whatever the growth strategy was. I was just like. I did it, that hairdresser, right? That I did it. I did this American dream. It was the the sweetest day. And to go, you know, I just remember bawling, going, this is such an amazing accomplishment. And again, from not knowing how to do it, from truly learning from books, you know, and then as I could afford more, investing more in my education, you know, Benjamin Franklin said, take the coins from your purse, invest them in your mind and your purse will fill your, your mind will fill your purse overflowing. And so it's always been a strong belief for me is to go, what do I need to learn and how do I need to implement it? But if you don't know the numbers, you can spend a ton of money on education without the ROI. And so that's part of why my clients call me the profit coach. You see it on the screen. My clients gave me that name. I didn't give myself that name. I, I always said I was a business strategist. And they're like, no, you're not. I'm like, 
no, I am. They're like, no, that's not what you do. I'm like, no, that's what I do. They're like, no, Susie, you're the money. You show us the money, leverage the money, grow the money, expand the money. Like you're the money. You're the profit coach. I'm like, okay, I like that. I can go with that. I can go with the profit coach. <laughs> wow. 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 I mean, so powerful to have a why. I mean, you hit everything again, uh, you know, and your kids, you know, testament to you because kids are a sponge and they, they absorb everything. They know everything that's going on, whether you think they do or not. I know you know that Susie yeah. and they are, they are every bit of successful in their own lives and, you know, great members of, of society because of you. So kudos to you for uh, showing by, you led by example, kids, kids see through stuff. We know that. And if you're not authentic, they'll see through it. It's kind of like right. a dog that can sense fear, right? <laughs> and I love they how you said, said over and over and over. They always said I did kooky stuff, you know, like we would get in a circle and meditate about our future. And what did we want our homes to look like? They're like, we remember that kooky stuff, but that kooky stuff worked. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. A lot of people will prejudge it and then move on and, and then miss out on what could have changed their life forever. Um, and th this is what I love to say is like, it doesn't matter how Susie reached her level of success, as long as it was based on integrity and authenticity, which we all know it was, it doesn't matter how she did it. All you need to know is how to do it and follow right. the recipe. And she's just given it to you tonight. She's given you everything. I mean, I have writer's cramp and I'm running out of room on my second page. It's just... <laughs> This is the most value-packed show, in a, and, and I don't want to, you know, demean any other past guests. They've been a phenomenal. But from a business, you know, if we took the third word in mind-body business, from that standpoint, you have hit so many amazing things. Talking about limiting beliefs. I mean, oh, my gosh. Community, how, how important it is to have a very strong community. You want to have those people that are raving fans. Uh, and then one thing you said about going in and learning and relearning and relearning until – their words became your words. That was that was powerful. And that just follows along the other thing, which I like to say a lot, is repetition is the key to mastery. If you're yeah. going to master anything, you just repeat it. And that's exactly what you did. And we're looking at the – so there's a lot of people, you know, there's entrepreneurs listen to this stuff. They've heard these phrases over and over and over again. Rarely do you run into that one person who has put them all into play and experience the results from it. Most, unfortunately, and you kind of pointed it out earlier in the show, 88% are making less than, what was it, six figures um, of all yeah. entrepreneurs? Because yeah. everyone is faking it till they make it because they have to. But the problem is they're faking it. Right, there's no, so strategy. There's, not, there's no strategy. Exactly, they don't have the proven recipe, the one that's been basically whipped up together, put in the oven and baked over and over and over per, to perfection. Uh, they just have what they think would work and they're hoping it will work. And, you know, so I, my whole point is, who would you rather go with? I'm just I'm just curious. I'm just pointing. I know that people on the podcast can't see this, but I'm pointing at Susie Carter. Uh, she's she's the real deal. She's got the whole package and it's rare. And I want to really emphasize it's rare that you find somebody like this that that has it and also is willing to share it. Yes, you will pay her for her services. Just be glad that you did because your increase in income will far surpass what you paid her. I can only imagine. She's all about ROI. Do you think she's not going to have everything in place to help you to completely overcome what you paid for paid her and then some? 
Of course I had a client today who texted me. I love her, right? She's resisted going into programs for years. She texted me. Her average month before going into our program was $2,500. She texted me and said, Susie, my, I have a $13,000 month this month. I can't, and I'm just starting. So I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, you know, when you're coachable, you got to do what I say. You can't just read the book. You got to do what's in the book, right? You can't just take the class. You got to implement it. So it's about taking that radical action. I can lead you to the water. Brian can lead you to the water, but you have to drink it. You have to bathe in it. You have to soak it up. You have to eat, sleep, drink the conversation if you want to have a breakthrough in it. If you look at anything, and anyone that's up to anything huge in life, they've got a coach in their corner, right? And mm. a coach will tell you what you don't want to hear. A coach will show yep. you what you don't want to see so that you could be the person you knew that you can be. That's what a really great coach is. It's not about me and my ego or my she-go in this case. It's about you and the result you want to create in the world. Like Be bold. Be outrageous. Be courageous. Say something that's worth saying. Play a big game. And if you fail, that's okay. I have failed a ton, but then I get back up again. Right. I'm like Poppy in the <laughs> in the trolls movie. I just keep getting back up. Like, okay, let's try it again. Let's try it a different way. <laughs> this is somebody you all want to work with. I guarantee it. Dropping them all evening long. Susie Carter, you're amazing. I want to pull up your website and give people a glimpse into how they can connect with you. And also you had a gift, but before we go through the gift, there is one question I would like to ask you before we call it an evening, but let me pull up your website real quick so people can take a look at what it is and how to get there. So I'll put that up in big letters, suzycarter.com. That's S-U-S-I-E-C-A-R-D-E-R.com. For those of you listening on podcast, be sure to take notes, write that down. And, um, Go ahead, uh, Susie, how, what would be the best way for people to connect with you? And then later, uh, just a little bit, we'll uh, talk about the gift. Yeah, so if you go to my website, you know, that is Susie Carter, C-A-R-D is in dollar and dinero, E-R, right? So it's the money, honey. Um, all my social handles, same name, Susie Carter, right? So you can find me on every social platform and private message me, DM me, email me, right? That's the best way to get a hold of us so that we can serve you and figure out if we're the right fit for you. Listen, my job is to educate. Your job is to choose. If I'm the right coach for you, that's great. If I'm not the right coach for you, I guarantee you I will have the right coach for you, right? I'm into serving, mm. not selling. Don't ever want to sell someone. I want to figure out what do you need to take your business to that next level? So look us up, hit us up. Let me see how we can support you. We've got lots of free takeaways, you know, so that you can do your investigation, do your due diligence to see if we're the right company for you. And I, I love that approach because you're not going to be a fit for every person out there. And I'm talking to the general audience uh, when you're, you know, that's, that's a uh, attitude of scarcity when you think that you need to land every person that has a heartbeat that walks in front of your path, which we've seen that right in the elevator when they corner you and they're giving you their business card, stuffing it in your pocket for you. And you're like, what are you doing? Uh, Look, I learned this I love, the hard uh, way, Brian. I learned this the hard way. And if you get nothing else, there's a great caveat to leave. All money's not good money. All money's mm, not good money. Work with clients so you true. love and adore and that are coachable and that want your product or service and leave the other people to the other people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, there's nothing as horrible as a bad client. They could be a cancer to your company, quite literally. 
Yeah. Oh my goodness. So I like to end each show. I can't believe we're there. We're just, we'll just go another hour. Since you're on the West Coast, we can go another hour, right? I'm <laughs> just kidding. I'm telling you, you have things to for do. me. I can go all night long. I'm the ever ready bunny. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, what I'd like to do is ask this one last question. It's been quite a phenomenal question. It just kind of happened one time. I asked it on one of the shows. And then I asked it a second time and said, wait, that was an interesting take on it. And then I asked it a third or fourth and then, I don't know, 100 plus now. And it's really profound, I found, um, over the years of doing this show. And I can't wait to hear what your answer is going to be, Susie. But before we do that, I did promise everyone who stayed on with us live till the end, which we're close to it. We're not there yet because Susie has a gift to give away, too, here in just a moment. For those of you that are watching live, take out that smartphone. You now have our permission, both of ours, to take out your smartphone. Take your gaze away for just a moment. I will put the information on the screen. Bring up your messaging app, your text messaging app, and where you would put the name of the person. This is how you enter to win, by the way, the five-night stay at the five-star luxury resort by the Big Insider Secrets. And then when you pull out your messaging app, instead of typing in the name, put in this number, 314 665-1767. And then where you would type in the message, you know, where the emojis and things like that would go. No emojis, just two words separated by a dash. And those two words are peak, that's P-E-A-K, dash vacation. Go ahead, write that down because this screen is going away. And be sure to go ahead and text that. And then when you do, be sure to check your uh, phone very quickly, you'll get an automated response asking you for your email address. Then you will be officially entered once you provide that because we use an automated system. Yes, we're talking tech. We're talking automation. We're doing it all. And back to the woman of the hour who also has a phenomenal gift for you. So I would like to hand it over to Susie to give us a little rundown about that wonderful gift Okay, so I'm a systems girl. You're a tech guy. I'm a systems girl. So I'm going to give you the path to profits. And this is an auto calculator that figures out how many qualified leads you need to hit your revenue goal. Most entrepreneurs are marketing to fans. We don't want to market to fans. We want to market to qualified leads. So it makes this conversation so fun and so easy. So there's a great little video in there um, to show you how to use it so that you can create the revenue you want and you know exactly how many people you need to serve in order to get that revenue. It is juicy, juicy, juicy. One of my favorite tools that my clients love. And I just opted into it right before the show started. So here you see it on the screen. And I'll actually zoom in on it just a little bit. Maybe, maybe I won't. And what you want to do is you go to this website you see on the screen and it's a long URL. So get out that pen. It is instead of www, don't, don't, there you go. Take a picture. Take a picture. It's, and for our podcast folks, it is live.susiecarter.com. Again, that's S U S I E C A R D E R.com forward slash path dash two that's the word t-o dash profits one and that's the number one so real quick that's live.suzycarter.com forward slash path dash two dash profits one go get it i did and i can't wait to take it for a whirl and have some fun with it 
uh, this is going to be really awesome because look, it's not often you're going to get a gift like this from someone as prominent and as successful as Susie Carter. And I'm not, I'm not just saying that. So go do it. Model success, ingest the information that Susie has for you. Go as far as you can with the resources you have, get in contact with her um, and see if you are ready to take your thriving business to the next level and, and just have that conversation um, and reach out and connect with her. And that's at suzycarter.com. And she has contact link and everything right there for you. So this question, Susie, I love it. And here's the thing. Uh, the, the beautiful thing about this question is there is absolutely no such thing as a wrong answer. It doesn't exist. You can't answer it incorrectly because the exact opposite is the truth. The only correct answer is yours. So it makes it a little personal, but not by getting personal, if that makes sense. And so <laughs> with that, are you ready? I am ready. I'm I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. The buildup is All awesome. Right, I'm like, go. okay, pressure. <laughs> uh, no, and, and by the way, if it takes a moment to come up with the answer, that's fine. If it if it comes immediately, that's fine. The thing is, the answer is going to be yours and uniquely yours and true to you. So all the pressure's off. Just relax, enjoy, like you always do, the way you live life. All right, here we go. Susie Carter, how do you define success? Mm. You know, looking at my life, I've traveled the world. I've had the best homes. I've been in the most prestigious hotels. I've made a ton of money and lost a ton of money. But the biggest success for me is my family. And I know it sounds corny, but growing up without a mom, growing up poor, and being able to provide my children with a life that's unrecognizable is truly success to me. And the fact that at 35 and 33, they still want to spend the weekends with me. They still want to hang out with me. They want to go on vacation with me. I can't ask for a better gift than that. My why has always been my children, but it didn't mean my children wanted to choose me for their why. And so all the hard work, all the sacrifice I made allows me to have a rich life and not just financially, but to have the relationship with my children and my grandchildren that I never had with my mother makes it all worthwhile. Mm. My goodness. Susie Carter, you are amazing, beyond amazing. I mean, that had it all. It had emotion, it had passion, and it had truth. And I, I appreciate you. You're an amazing, amazing woman. And I, my goodness, I can't wait to meet more people like you. There needs to be more people like you out there. I know they're out there. Come to my tribe. I got all kinds, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Amazing. And then in parting, and I like to do this sometimes as well. And that is, you know, you have such a wealth of knowledge, Susie. If you were, if you were standing in front of someone who was just beginning in their path, I know you cater to those who are a little bit more advanced and down the road in their entrepreneurship, but now we have someone that's just beginning and they're looking at this thing called entrepreneurship, wondering if this is something they should do. 
If you could kind of advice that you would give them, given everything you've been through over the years and all the success you've achieved, what would that be? You got to write it down. Get it out of your head. Don't spend dollar one until you put that plan together. Get it out of your head. Put it in front of people, business experts, coaches, mentors. Go to SCORE, which is a free service for entrepreneurs. Get my book, Power Your Profit. It's the roadmap to building a seven-figure business, right? And follow the path. Brian said earlier, success leaves clues, right? Follow people that walk their talk. Right. The tongue in their mouth and their tongue in their shoe are going in the same direction because there's a lot of people that deem themselves experts, but their tongue in their mouth and their tongue in the shoe, like who they are on stage and who they are behind stage are not the same. Like this is me. This is me in my best day. This is me in my worst day. You, you get what you get. Either you love it. I drive you crazy or or you don't like it. Whatever. Next. What you think about me is none of my business. <laughs> And, and all they should really care about more than anything is what are the results? You know, I mean, if you take medicine, and it tastes bad, but the results are it's going to cure you and, and save your life. Who's going to do that? Everybody. Right. So if, if there are little idiosyncrasies or certain things that you don't like about a person, I'm not talking about Susie, but any I mean, who could not like Susie? Come on. But if it's somebody right. else, I mean, <laughs> look at the results they have. And is it worth, you know, whatever that's bothering you to get past it? Is it worth that nasty tasting medicine that they will give you if they're a very good coach and they're giving it to you straight like Susie will. So I, I implore upon you to reach out and connect with Susie. Take that next step, you know, reach out of your comfort zone because every time you do, you're getting another step closer to your dreams that you want. And I will say that you deserve. So go ahead and do that. Ah, wow. What a show. Thank you, Susie Carter. You Thank are an you, amazing. My brother. Oh, my sister by another mister. <laughs> On behalf of the amazing Susie Carter, I am your host, Brian Kelly, of the Mind Body Business Show. Wow, it's a wrap. That's all we have for tonight. We will see you again on the next episode coming up very, very soon. So long, everyone, and God bless. We'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to the Mind Body Business Show podcast at www.themindbodybusinessshow.com. My name is Brian Kelly.